Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and my name is Trin, and I am going to be your host for tonight. And we are the Real Girlfriends Across America, and we are a company that has a foundation and a mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. And we'll be bringing you hot topics with each new night, and we are looking for new hot topics. So follow us on Facebook at Real Girlfriends Across America. And visit our website at realgirlfriends.org. And tonight, I have on the phone with me, Tawanda, and I also have Kat and a host of my other girlfriends on the line. So today, we are going to discuss how does finances affect you personally and in your friendships. Um, so the first question I'm going to put out there for, I'm going to start with Kat. So Kat, do you think that finances play a role in your friendships? Um, so, like, like as far as, like, finances, like, like if, if you're speaking as in status-wise, um, in my current circle of friends, like, we, we, we all, like, I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but, like, we do, we always take care of each other, like, financially, for example, like, um, there's going to be a day where, like, I'll order some food, and my friend will, like, order at the same time, and I end up picking up the tab or my other friend will pick up a t- the tab. And so we take turns picking up the tab for, for everyone. But, however, I do have some friends, like, they see that, like, I, like, I had my 9 to 5, my 8 to 5, I'm sorry, I said 9, but I said, um, I mean 8 to 5. And then, like, I run a side business as well as, like, this business, too. And so um, some people will be like, oh, my gosh, like, like, you do so many things. And, like, it's look at your status. And so some friends it really depends. Like they'll see me as like, I have so much finance. They'll assume like I'm rich because like I have multiple businesses and then they'll expect me to pay for things. And so it really boils down in my circle of friends and the, and, um, the certain people I'm around. So, yeah. Okay. So you think it's depending on what friends that you're around. So depending, I guess, what financial class that there are in. Yeah, yeah, so it'll, yeah, like, so sometimes, like, it really depends on, like, what, 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 like, um, what class they're they're in, and so sometimes it can, it can, like, pull a toll at times, but I try not to let that bother our friendship if somebody can't afford something, or, like, if someone needs spotting, and so, yeah. Okay, and do we have anyone calling that is new to the line that's calling for the first time? I am. Me okay. Too. What's your name? Okay. What's um? So the first person to answer, what was it, your name? Um, I'm Destiny. Destiny. Mhm. Well, thank you, Destiny, for calling. And what was the other uh, caller's name that said me too? 
Amanda. Uh, my name is Oh, <laughs> go ahead, Amanda. Oh, and so we have Amanda and Jasmine on the line. Well, thank you both for calling, and so I'm going to ask Destiny. So, Destiny, do you think that finances play a role in your friendship? Um, so I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, we switch around. So, like, one time someone will buy something for everyone, and then another time, like, I will, and then another time someone else will. So it kind of, again, it kind of, like, all depends on whoever is um, wanting to buy for that day, or sometimes we'll go half on something. Okay. Well, that that sounds like a good idea. So you try to, like, distribute the weight around to everybody in your friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Amanda, what about you? Do you think finances play a role in your friendship? Um, yeah. So I am still trying to learn the whole art of finances. So there are times that like one of my friends will say like, Hey, I'm in town and I'm like, Oh, I can't afford to see you. Like, cause they don't want to like come over and hang out at my house. So then it's like, oh, shoot, I don't know if I can afford to go out to eat or coffee or something. So sometimes, like, it impacts me seeing my friends. So it impacts you actually spending time with your friends? Yeah, because a lot of my friends, like, want to go out and do stuff and not just, like, hang out at their house or my house. Okay. And and what about you, Jasmine? Does that affect your friendship finances? Okay. So I, I know there's me. Oh, go ahead. I I'm gonna say there's me, Kayla, on the line as well. I'm sorry, Kayla. Okay. I'm gonna I'll direct that question to you, Kayla. Do you think it affects your friendship finances? Um, I think kind of jumping off um, a lot of what the other ladies are saying, um, Amanda, um, I think that, like, the same, I think the good tone that we have is that we all can split things, pick up things just as needed. Um, but I think for me, I try to, like, I'm, like, a big preparer of the worst. So, like, if I know, you know, oh, Simone, she's that girl that loves to go shopping and she wants to go to brunch and, you know, she wants to go on the yacht party. Like, I know that I need to be prepared to, like, okay, let's hit up, you know, Jenny. I know her. She works in fashion. Let's see if she has any deals or any places she knows that I should go get something. You know, I look up, okay, what are some dope spots to go eat at that are affordable, like looking at the menu beforehand and stuff like that. Um, so that's, like, how I operate my friends. I, I try to cater to how they are. Um, and then you have your friends that are, you know, amazing who they, it's about being with you, not necessarily about what you're doing or what's around you. Okay. And do you, or do you think that um, your friends that are more or less not looking for what you have financially, are those lifetime friends for you or are they some of them new friends? Um, I do think that I am leaning towards 
the ones that don't care about the money. Um, because I noticed, like, you know, like she was saying, <laughs> you get, they think you live, they perceive your life to be a certain way, and it's not necessarily that always. Um, and so you can have people that might not, they may not reciprocate the same type of energy financially that you need from them as well, you know? Um, because sometimes it's like you might be the friend that always gives, 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 but what about when you need, you know, or vice versa? You're always the friend that needs, and what if that might make the other person feel some type of way? Okay. And do we have any repeat callers that um, want to actually answer the question about finances and how it plays a role in your friendship? Tawanda, may I speak? Yes, Tawanda. Whoever just spoke, I definitely love everything they said, and I definitely agree. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm definitely all about money. However, um, I had a friend one time, and um, unfortunately she passed away um, a few years ago, but she had her own money. She had a whole lot of it, and I didn't really even have anything, but I'm just so independent. I always want to just kind of always stand my ground. Now, somebody has background noises, so you may want to kind of press mute or star six if you're not talking just so everybody can hear. Um, but anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, it's so funny because I didn't really have a whole lot, and when I honestly didn't have it, I wouldn't go anywhere just because even though I know people like me, love me, they won't mind doing stuff, I just – and it's not about, like, I just really prefer if I don't really have it, I'm going to stay home. But the bottom line is when we used to do stuff, we will be fighting to pay. <laughs> we would be at dinner, and she was really so, she was my mentor. She was my friend. She was my sorority sister. We would be places, and I would like say, "Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom," and I would go find the waiter and give him my card and try to pay. And he was like, "Oh, she already gave me her card." Like it, it was just so funny to to meet people. It wasn't about how much she had or how much I had or didn't have. It was just really about the art of friendship. And real friendship is definitely not based on money. It's based on friendship. However, we have to be careful because sometimes people take that for granted or take advantage of it. And anyone that does that is definitely not a real friend. But, yeah, money is not based on friendship at all. Not to me anyway. Yeah, and I agree. It shouldn't be based on what you have. I know you you said that it's certain um, scenarios where you would see someone taking advantage of it. Um, but it shouldn't be based on that. It should be based on the time you spend together and actually looking after each other's back, um, if it has to do with finances or not. Um, is there anybody else that um, hasn't spoken that wanted to speak in regards to this uh, question? Okay. Well, this is Nicole. Oh, hello, hello Nicole. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So what do you think about um, finances and how it plays well, a role in this? Well, I, I have I have a, a broke best friend, so, you know, money doesn't define my friendship with people. You know, I, I look for loyalty. You know, that's what matters to me the most because at the end of the day, you know, we're going to always be straight. But, um, Definitely, it's never uh, uh, money never defines my friendship. Okay, and I agree. I feel the same way. I'm the same way. I don't think money should define friendships as well. Um, now, do you think that things would be different if the roles were reversed between your friends? Because I know you said you had a, a broke best friend, but so what? And 
if you were the broke one, do you think that that would change your friendship, or do you think that she would have your back the same way you have for yours? I mean, of course she'll have my back. She'll have my back 100%. Uh, I mean, everybody loves me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it it definitely wouldn't change if the roles was reversed. Okay, so I'm going to um, ask this question to Kat. Um, have you ever been in a situation where you were unable to do something due to um, financial uh, restrictions, um, and how did it make you feel? So was there ever a time when you wanted to, let's say, do something with your friends that they were, like, hosting an event that you couldn't go due to your financial um, restrictions? Do we still have Kat on the line? I don't know, but I can definitely sorry, answer that. Hello? Hello? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. No, um, my 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 phone was on mute because I don't. I wanted to make sure you guys couldn't hear hear me or anything. But yeah, like I've been in through that situation so many times, especially in college. Um, and it's been to the point where like my friend would would like they would be able to get allowance from their parents in college because I didn't get any allowance from my parents. Like I said, like in a previous podcast. I was making my own money because I never asked money from my parents. And so, like, my parent, my friends would invite us to, like, raves or, like, vacations and stuff. Like, you know, like how, like, like as a college student, you take so many pictures because you want people to know you're living your best life in college and going on vacations and parties. But in, re- in real life, though, like, that stuff costs a lot of money. And so, in, in that situation, like, I couldn't go to these raves and these parties. I felt so left out. And so, like, it definitely did make me feel like I wasn't, like, mindset, like, 13 years ago. I told, I thought, like, I wasn't good enough. I was like, man, like, like I don't have the money for this. I, don't, I can't do this. And so, like, in a way, like, it made me feel so bad. And knowing that, like, if I had a friend, like, in that same situation now and I can, like, help them out, I would totally help them out because I want everyone to enjoy. But um, in my shoes, I've had – that was me all all college. Um, at that time, did you have a friend that you maybe felt like you could ask for um, help to actually attend that event, or did you just feel like okay? Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Like I had I had I had my friends that were like that who would probably like offer to pay and cover me, but like in my in my um like for myself like. I had no, like, I didn't, I was, like, too prideful. I'm like, no, like, it's okay, guys. I don't want to go. Like, I really have this to do. It's just I didn't like asking my friends for money. And if I can't afford something, I just didn't go. And it's just the same thing, like, one, like, for even small things, like going to restaurants with my friends, if I knew I can't, like, pay for, like, my food, I would not go. I would just come up with an excuse. But that was college cat. Okay. Yeah, we all been yeah. through a time or two when we wanted to do something and we financially just couldn't. We had to sit that one out. Um, and exactly. Nicole, has that ever happened to you? Nicole? Okay, how about Kayla? What was the question again? Okay, Nicole. Um, so the question was, have you ever been in a situation where you're unable to, let's say, attend a social gathering due to financial restrict- restrictions, 
Um, and how did that make you feel? So was there ever a time you had to sit out a party or you couldn't actually go on a trip because you just financially couldn't afford it? Uh, no, there has not been a time that that happened. Okay. Now, if you had a friend who wanted to, let's say, um, go on a food trip that everyone was going on or like a, a girl's trip and they were unable to um, go, I mean, able to afford it, would you pay for their trip if you could, but it would cause you a little financial restraint for me? Of course I would. I mean, listen, I'm I, I'm all about fun. So if we gonna have fun, I don't even care. Cause guess what? Money's gonna come and go. And at the end of the day, the same way I got that money, I'm gonna always have it. So definitely, I it, it wouldn't put me in a position to where I would not want to help a friend enjoy her time as much as I'm going to enjoy my time. Okay. Well, you sound like a good friend. And what about Destiny? Is Destiny still on the line? Um, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> so um, I am actually, um, I'm blind and I can't walk. So it's like I, I don't have the money to pay for something. I won't, like, ask anybody for help because I don't want to be like I already been like you know looked at differently so I don't want to be looked at as the blind girl who can't walk who also doesn't have the finances something well I don't think anyone should look at you like that and if those people are looking at you like that then they're not true friends for you anyway. Yeah. But by okay. all means, if I if I like had like money and my real friend didn't like I would totally help him or her out. Okay. And that that sounds like a, a good thing to do because that's something that I would do. If I had the money and the means to help a friend out, I would definitely um, help them so that they're able to go on the trip and have the experience. Because at the end of the day, it's about experiences. Um, even if it's something right. that costs everyone twenty dollars to go to, even if you have a good experience doing it, um, it's about men- making memories. At the end of the day, between true friends, I believe. And if Kayla's still on the phone, I want to know, do you find yourself conserving money more now um, due to the pandemic? Is Kayla still on the line? Yeah. Okay. Um, Hi, Kayla. Do you think that your uh, spending has changed since the pandemic? Um, No, actually. I think think that it's taught me a different way of doing the same things, I feel like. Um, like, I feel like, for example, um, I think my spending was always the same in terms of living in New York. Um, you learn how to, like, live with the money that you have left over um, and, like, live with that. <laughs> you got to get subway with that. You got to get your food with that. You got to go out. To the, like you guys were saying, um, if you don't have the money, don't go out to these bars. New York is the perfect place to, like, resist against all of those temptations. 
So I think that uh, the pandemic has really just, I think it's just given a different perspective. Like, oh, wait a minute, I actually seven days in a row, or beans and rice, or tacos, or or create some, you know, innovative new things. Um, so that's what I think it's done. I think it's just made more intentionality with my money. How do I want to invest it? How, how do I want to make it count? Yeah, I've been going through the same thing. So I've been, like, trying to see, like, how I can conserve my money, how to make it do, you know, work differently than what it worked for previously. So have you found any methods that was better than the other, maybe, um, in order to find your make your money count? Um, I think um, I don't, I'm, I'm getting, I'm writing down everybody's name so that we can, like, have a record just back and forth and match voices. But I think Kat had said it. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, throw your name out there if, mm-hmm. if I have your name wrong. But um, you had said that, you know, multiple, having multiple income um, and doing all these different little things. And that's what I think it comes down to. I think it comes down to, like, you, if you can't even try to save $100 of what you have, how do you expect the universe, a business, a bank, your grandmother, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, to give you money? You know, and that's like how I think about it. It's like if I haven't intentionally thought about what I'm going to do with this money, how can I then be able to say, oh, hey, best friend, I'm going to need $200. Why? Because I just calculated everything for the month. I did everything I was supposed to do, but I am going to be short this month. But it's on something that you know will make you back money. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather ask my best friend for $50 or $100 on something that I know is going to make me back money than invest and then it being bill money or rent money that I know is going to take a little bit of time because we always have to pay rent. We always have to, you know what I'm saying, do these certain things. Um, so I think the biggest method for me is just like planning, um, putting out what you want, um, whether that's your right when you're writing your grocery list or just like what you want for the month or whatever, um, and then actually doing it. So if that means saving or breaking down, you know, your three credit cards and paying them all off $30 a week or $30 a month even, that's something because now you just, you're moving. There's momentum. Right. And I, I definitely think that that's a good advice for telling people how to, you know, make sure that their money is actually not just, you're just not spending money thoughtlessly. So you're actually thinking of how to conserve your money, how to, uh, make it work for you, and that could be a whole other topic within itself um, for another day, definitely. Um, and I'm going to ask the same question to you, Destiny. Um, do you find yourself preserving money more now due to the pandemic? You know, um, I'm just like Kayla. I mean, I I'm still, um, you know, I'm still young. I'm 24, so I'm still learning about money and finances. And I never really, um, it never really bothered me too much before. I used to go to a lot, a lot of concerts. But now I'm finding myself more of like, what am I going to use this money on? Like, I have to pay rent this month or I have to do something this month or I have to buy food or you know stuff like that okay so you just be more um conscious on what you're spending your money on like a, a lot of us right 
Yeah, and unfortunately, I'm so sorry, ladies, but I'm going to have to go. <laughs> okay, no, we actually, we, we enjoy that you called in. We appreciate it. Definitely. Yeah, it was nice definitely. hearing hearing from you. Come back and talk to us again. Definitely. Yeah, I'll that. try to tune in tomorrow night. Okay. Wonderful. Okay, Great. well, we're looking forward to hearing from you. Okay. Have a good night. You have a good night, Destiny. Good night. Bye. Okay, so we're going to continue with the question towards Amanda. Amanda, are you still there? I'm here. Okay, so do you find yourself conserving more money now that we are in this pandemic? Um, I think, like others have said, I've been more um, intentional with how I spend my money. Um. I think the pandemic is really like making me take a look at my life and see what's important and what's really not and what kind of life I want to build. So I've been working on just being more intentional with my money. Okay. So how do you think one way that you have changed? um, So what do you spend your money on differently than you did before? Um. Like we're you still not great at, we're still not great at the whole eating out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we still got to get better at that. But um, I feel like we are less impulsive and like less like throwing away our money. Okay, so you're. Like a lot of us taking accountability of what you are keeping track of, what you're spending your money on. Yes. Okay. And is Kayla still on the line? Yes, love. Okay. Uh, Kayla, um, what would be one advice that you would give someone to try to change their spending habits? Um, I'd ask how old they were, and I'd say, uh, if I told you that you save a dollar every day to become a millionaire within this amount of time, would you do it? And if they say yes, I would say, then fucking save. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Nicole? Um, do you find yourself considering more money now due to the pandemic? Have you changed your spending habits? Listen, I'm a hoarder, so I don't like to spend money. Mm-hmm. But, but mm-hmm. my daughter, she she loves it. And uh, I asked her the other day. I said, "Well, what are we gonna spend all? What are we gonna do?" She said, "We gonna go spend all your money on toys." I said, "What?" <laughs> I said, "We may go get you one toy, but uh, yeah, I, I just hoarder money." <laughs> so your your advice to someone if they wanted to conserve money would be to hoard it. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that you should think wisely of what you're spending it on and if it's really worth what you're spending it on. Look at the bigger okay. picture of uh what you're gonna get out of whatever you're spending this money on and, and just in that aspect. 
Okay. And we've got a new caller on the line. Um, if you just popped onto the line, what is your name? Maria. Maria, how are you today? I'm doing okay. How are you? How are you guys? I'm doing? well. So today we are talking about um, how do you think finances plays a role in your um, in your friendship. So the question that we're on now that we're posing out to everyone is, do you find yourself preserving money more now due to the pandemic? Um, did you see that you have changed your spending habits anyway? Yeah, kind of, because we I don't get to take my kids out as much as we did when the wasn't the virus. Like we go out to, you know, the little playground, uh, indoor playgrounds, or we'll go to the park, have a picnic, you know, so, like, I'm not spending. And the outcome is that I'm not really taking them out in general because of the whole virus. So if you don't go nowhere, you don't spend no money. Right, that's Mm. true. So um, do you think that you're going to continue not spending money that way once everything does slowly open up again? Uh, me personally, I think that I'm not gonna go right out and go right back into the way I used to be because I'm still worried mm-hmm. that the virus is not gonna completely be down. But um, mm-hmm. afterward, I feel like comfortable that it's, you know it's not out as much. Then I'll tar- start taking my kids, you know, out because I base myself around my kids because I'm a single mom and. Um, I usually try to go around them what they want to do or take them to burn energy and, you know, spend time with them. But um, I'm not going to do it until I feel comfortable that the virus is, like, pretty much gone, I guess you could say. But so I don't know. I probably won't be spending too much money. Okay. And Tawanda, have you find yourself um, spending your money different now with the pandemic? Has it changed your spending habits? Yeah, I'm, I'm spending a little more during the pandemic, um, which is um, definitely not expected. It's just really, I think, like I was telling someone, when I first heard about the pandemic, the first two weeks, I lost two weeks. I lost two weeks because I went crazy, like, is this really happening? And I thought about um, when the year 2000 came in, people were saying, oh, when 2000 comes, the world's going to end and blah, blah, blah. And so I remember on, like, December 31st, 1999, I had, like, one eye open and one eye closed. Like, I wonder what's going to happen. So fast forward 20 years later, I was so excited when 2020 when 2020 was coming in, I'm like, oh, this is going to be my year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then two months into the new year, I started hearing about pandemic and you need to go in the house and social distancing. So for two weeks, I was like, oh, my gosh. I was in shock. And then I got into gear and I got busy and I started doing more with working with business. And I've actually been able to triple my income since the pandemic. So I've definitely been spending a little more money. Okay. Well, I, I know that that's um, definitely a it must be inspiring to other people so that they know that okay, it's possible for them to actually move forward 
in terms of even with this condition, because obviously this is something abnormal, and I know it did affect a lot of people financially. Um, some people in a positive way because they were able to find ways around it or actually create a whole business around just the fact that we they, now we need certain things. And another, you know, people cases not so much because they needed to be out in the work in the work field, um, in a certain position. So fortunately, um, their job became non-existent temporary. Absolutely. Um, when life gives us lemons, we need to make a lemonade store. Exactly. And yeah, and not everybody thinks like that, unfortunately. And I think that sometimes, like even with this particular. Um, pandemic that we're in now is forced people to think differently than how they previously thought. Um, and is there anyone that wanted to comment on anything that we've discussed so far? Okay. I'm going to move on. Um, um, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that I thought that everybody made um, some really great points, um, and I think it's awesome to be on the phone with a uh, decent I think I feel like everybody on the phone has decent um financial responsibility. You know, it doesn't mean like you won't go, you know what I'm saying, splurge one day. It just means that, you know what I'm saying, you're gonna plan for the one day. So I think that's dope. Right. Exactly. Is Kayla? Yes, love. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um yeah, because we're not perfect. So it's a lot of things, even with, like, when you're trying to form a habit, we can hear, get a lot of great information from, you know, everyone that's on the phone call tonight. We can try to implement it. Um, it doesn't mean necessarily that it's going to take <laughs> overnight, but I think that knowledge is key. And, it's, you know, as long as we get the knowledge and we're able to then see how we can implement it in our lives, and if it works, then it works. We might be better people for it. And if it doesn't work, then maybe we try a different method. Um, The one thing I was going to bring up is um, I was recently reading um, an article that was found on my email dot um, constantcontact.com, and um, they're stating that one of the most common problems successful women um, have to face is that they climb up the ladder of success, and they tend to lose some friends along the way. Um, And then they're stating that this happens in order for them to find true success um, and that they must find a path of their self-assumement and growth. Now, do you believe that um, when you are successful that you tend as you tend to climb the um, success ladder um, that you will tend to lose friends? And let me ask that to you, Kat. Do you feel like that's true? Um, can you repeat that again? Sure. So, um, the study said that as women become um, successful, one of the problems that they face is that as they climb the success ladder, they tend to lose friends along the way. Do you find that that's oh, true the more success that you achieve? Oh, absolutely. I've been, like, I'm not saying I'm, like, the world's successful woman. Like, I'm not Oprah Winfrey, obviously. But as, like, I got excited, for example, like, there's some people that just don't want to see you succeed. It's because, like, they're not in that area and they don't have the same mindset. And so, like, there are times, like, I felt like as I was, like, becoming, like, successful, like, for example, like, with my luxury event planning business and, like, I was still, like, working and I was just, like, telling everyone, like, I would, like, my intention to, like, tell people about, like, my business and say, and let them know how well I'm doing wasn't 
to like brag. It was because I was so excited and then I wanted to share my excitement for everyone. And over time, like I would have friends say, like make a big deal about it and just be like, oh my gosh, like, like why is she, like no one cares about her business and blah, blah, blah. Like they always had their, they always had something to say. And so I've, I've gone through meeting people like that. However, like whenever I, I do meet women that are like, sim- like similarly um, like-minded and want to be successful. Like they, they're like, Oh my gosh, tell me about your business. This is what I'm doing right now. And, and the thing is, is like, I think the problem is, is like, it's just hard to find like-minded women that are like, that are like striving to be successful and what they want to thrive. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, um, yeah I, I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. No, yeah, I agree um, as well. Like, I believe that a lot of times that you'll see that when people are moving in different directions, basically, so then they'll find it hard to relate with you if you, they find it so, okay, she's starting to be, or even he is starting to move in this direction, and maybe I feel like I'm going to have the need to try to move in that direction with them. Um, and maybe they feel inadequate, and maybe that's the reason why um, there tends to be you know, some type of conflict or some type of, um, I guess, disagreement in terms of their friendship at the end. Okay. And it looks like I just got a new call on the line. Um, So if you just bounce onto the line, um, could you tell me your name? Okay. Okay, well, maybe if you didn't want to speak up, Fine. I can move on to someone else. Okay, so how about you, Nicole? Um, do you believe that when someone is successful and um, they are moving on towards the success ladder, um, that they tend to lose friends along the way? Nicole, are you still there? Okay, how about you, Kayla? Kayla? This is Tawanda. Can I go? Sure. All right, all right. I don't, they're probably sleeping, but, yeah, I definitely wanted to comment on this. Um, oh, I really want to ditto everything that Kat said, first and foremost. She's, like, so smart. <laughs> And I just wanted to say, I think real fr- people have this jealousy thing. I'm not really sure why, but for me, um, yeah, I do think sometimes people get a little jealous, and sometimes it's not really about you per se. Sometimes, sometimes people are so focused on their own situation and success or lack thereof, they're just kind of they're hating, but it's probably not even intentional because they're like, oh, I hate you. You got you had a you know you got a new job, a new business, you got X Y Z, and I'm still struggling. But what we have to learn to do is just be happy for other people because we all go through in life, and when we go through, it's the process, and we can't rush the right. process. You know what I'm saying? So when we and we if we go through the process and we take our time and we learn from it, then you know we're going to get on the other side. And I got to tell you, I say this really, really quickly. I never forget 
someone sent me something a few years ago. It was about a guy that was carrying a cross. They were, it was two people that was carrying this cross, and they were walking in the desert. And then, you know, one guy said, oh, my gosh, this thing is so heavy, it's so heavy, it's so heavy. And he said, I'm going to just trim it a little bit. Another guy said, yeah, it's heavy, but I'm going to carry mine. I'm going to carry mine. I'm not really sure when I'm going to need this thing. And they, they kept carrying the cross. And the other guy, it was so heavy, he just kept trimming it and trimming it and trimming it. So when they got to this place, the guy laid his cross down and he was able to walk across it to get to the way he's supposed to be. And when he walked across it, he, he um, because the other guy was behind, he was tired, he was still cutting off pieces of it. And um, the guy he got across, he put cross back up, and he kept going to where he had to be, which was destiny. And when the other guy came behind him, and he got to the thing, when he laid his cross down, he had cut so much of it off that he didn't have enough to cross over. And he couldn't make it to where he really was supposed to be. And in life, sometimes we go through struggles. We have such a hard time, and we keep cutting stuff off. We're cutting the process off. We're cutting our blessings off. And when it's time for us to get where we're supposed to be, we don't get there. And guess what? We have to start all over again. So we have to respect the process and be appreciative for where we are and not have a jealous spirit and be happy, truly happy, for other people, because guess what? We also don't know what that person went through, what price they paid to have that success. That is very true. Um, yeah, because sometimes we're quick to see or judge based on what we see as opposed to what actually went into um, the person's journey. Now, um, do I still have Maria on the line? Yes, I'm still here. I'm listening. Uh, that that story was really um, inspirational. Like, I think I'll use that because that's like uh, really like inspiring. I guess, yeah. Like, because you know what? I do believe that sometimes you outgrow people. You know, it's not nothing personal. It's just sometimes everybody's taking a different. You know path and like I have a few people that I grew up since I was in sixth grade and still to this day you know we're like family and some have some way we are related but um we don't always have the same plans like um you know like one of my friends she had took time off of work and at that point we would all hang out at her house but then she got her job, and now she only hangs out on Friday and Saturday because she fills her, her days off. But then she Sunday come Sunday, she's relaxing, getting ready for work. So I'm not mad at her, you know. Do your thing, girl, you know, make your money. And um, mm-hmm. she happens to be my daughter's godmom. But in that point, I feel like she's lacking as a godparent. But I'm not mad at her success. I'm mad that she's not... Um, acknowledging my daughter but you know I know she's also like she she said like she's going through her own path like she lost her place when she lost her job she lost her place she moved in with her sister and tried to save money to get another place but then she ended up prolonging that so she's successful by she got her job but then she's taking longer than what she planned to get a home so who knows when she does get her home, maybe she'll invite me and my daughter over and spend time with her. So I'm I'm not going to hold it against her. I'm just going to, you know, 
and try to understand and some people aren't understanding. Like I could be like, Ooh, you know, forget her. She don't care about my daughter. And when she does call, I'm not going to talk to her, but I don't, I still acknowledge her, you know, on Mother's Day, I wish her happy Mother's Day and holidays. You know, I, I don't see her, but I say, you know, I hope you're having a good holiday, you and your family. You know, I'm not mad or jealous or nothing. I'm just, I understand that she's doing her thing right now and I'm doing me, you know, but some people don't see it that way. Yeah, I, I mean, I can only, I guess, I can only, no, like, be okay. happy for her. I'm sorry. I can only be happy for her in my own way, but our other friends are like, oh, she thinks she's too good now. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, everybody has their own opinion, but, you know, she's just trying to make it in life just like me, but we're doing it different ways. You know, I, I have my, you know, my loan and it's fixed, so it's not changing as to rent is rising and all that. So I, she's probably having to save up more money now because deposits change, rents change. She's been living with her sister for three years, I want to say. It's been a while. So three years, rents jumped pretty, you know. Well, I mean, it sounds like, yeah, she has to do what she needs to do um, to take care of her financial um, future. So, yeah, yeah it seems like that. Yeah, you you have to. I I guess I would just say, you know, just be a supportive friend, and let her figure yeah. out what she's doing financially. Because you know, at the end of the day, it's up to us to take her our own back, right? So she's just sounds like she's and just then, trying to do that for herself. Excuse me, but then again, I see her post and she's hanging out with her coworkers, and I'm like, oh, you know, well that's nice. She picked up a new crowd. You know what I mean? So I, I don't get mad. Like it hurts my feelings, but that's different from being mad. I'm not mad. It just hurts my feelings that I see her, um, out there. You know, she's still, and she's still doing social gatherings. You know how we're not supposed to. I still see her doing it, and I'm like, well, I hope she doesn't get sick. You know, but so um, let me ask you this: Did I you just, hide something? Would you hide something from social media? Um, based, let's say, if you told a friend you didn't have money to go out yeah. this weekend, would you not post it? But I wouldn't, I wouldn't hide it, but I wouldn't, like, want to hurt their feelings. Like, say, you know, I know that they're sad. Like, right now I have a friend that's sad, and she, she wants to hang out or whatever. And if I was to decide to go somewhere and have a blast, I'm not going to just send her the the message like, oh, hey, look at I know you're sad and you wanted to hang out, but I decided to do something else, but I'm not going to sit there and, and, like, hurt her feelings, even though sometimes, like, it's hard to hang out with her because when she gets emotional, she gets angry, and then she takes out her anger on whoever is around her. So sometimes I'm kind of like, ugh, I need to stay back because I don't feel like arguing and Sometimes that happens because she's mad. She'll take out her anger on whoever. But well, let me, let like me you see. said, like, uh, I'm sorry. No, but like you said, would I show it? No, I wouldn't hide it, but I wouldn't make it a point to mm-hmm. send it to her. But I don't know. Go ahead. Um, I was going to ask Kayla the same question. Now, would she, Kayla, would you hide something from social media if you told a friend financially you couldn't afford to do it? Or go out with them that weekend or whatever time or 
you know, whatever event they wanted to do, if you said, hey, I can't do it because I financially can't afford it, would you then purposely hide it from social media? Kaylee, still there? How about Amanda? Um, that's a good question. Uh, well, first of all, I, if I had the means, I would offer to pay for them. But, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm super honest and I'm super like what you see is what you get. So um, I probably wouldn't hide it from social media. Okay, so you you wouldn't um do that basically. So you would just pretty much be upfront and say, you know, I don't want to go out this weekend, or I can't afford to go out this weekend, or I had plans. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I will tell my friends straight up, like I'm a poor person. Okay. And Kat, what about you? Um, would you purposely hide something from social media after you tell a friend, let's say, I can't afford to do something? Of course not. Like, I wouldn't, like, for me, I'm I'm such a, I'm an understanding person because, like, obviously, like, I've been through their shoes before. And for me to, like, if I've invited you already, like, I do want you to be there. And if I can, if there's a way that you can come and we can help you out, that's wonderful. But if they already have the chance and they just did not, they just, like, decline, I'm like, yeah, sorry, I really don't want to go. Um, my thing is, is like I've already invited the friend. I've already showed them, uh, or I've offered, and the offer was always on the table. And so I wouldn't have any issues like hiding it from them, unless like I don't want them to know that I didn't go there. But either way, like I've never had that kind of situation. Okay. Well, I yeah. I believe I wouldn't, you know, lie and then post on social media. Um, I rarely do post anything personal on social media, so uh, uh-huh. no one really knows my comings and goings. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I just post the work. Yeah, um, but we are winding down um, our call for tonight. So I appreciate everybody that's out, and so the people that I have listed that I actually spoke with was Destiny, Amanda, Kayla, Nicole, Kat, Wanda, of course, and Maria. Um, so thank you all you guys for um, tuning in. I think it was also a Jasmine, but I'm not sure if they stayed on the line, but I appreciate it. And then um, Kay for being on the line as well. Um, so I, I appreciate everybody that was on the line. Is there anyone that wants to say anything before we close out? No, but you did choose a, a wonderful topic, and I'm glad you did. I, I enjoyed um, hearing everyone and as well as sharing. Oh, this thank is you, Kwanda. Do you want to share um, what we're going to talk about tomorrow? Yes, this tomorrow? is Kwanda. And what I wanted to say, this was this was an extremely good call, great information. I'm definitely looking forward to the part two because the last question you asked, I kind of said, oh, my gosh, I don't know. Like, I would feel some type of way because, you know, like some like somebody that's an alcoholic, you know, if they're around people, you're supposed to, I guess, still carry on and still drink. But I I would be that person that would I'm not even real, a real drinker but I would be that person that would not even want to drink if that person was an alcoholic just because out of respect that's kind of how I am so if I'm going to Paris and we're going to Fiji and all these other places and I got a friend that just told me oh I lost my job I'm struggling and I posted out how excited I was I would kind of think like 
Ah, gosh, I really hate to. I, 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 I don't know. That's kind of funny. But I wanted to say this. Anyone that dialed into the call tonight, and we don't have, like, your contact information, your email address, hit us up on Facebook at Real Girlfriends Across America and inbox us and tell us your name, your telephone number, and your email so we can make sure you get our newsletter that's coming out this weekend or hit us up on Instagram. I can't ever remember how the final on Instagram, but I'm sure C would tell you. But bottom line, do not leave yeah. this call without getting the information to stay connected. Yes, definitely. Thank you, Talanda. Um, and Kay, I'm sorry, and um, Kat, can you just tell us what we're going to be talking about tomorrow? Um, so, like, tomorrow, um, the topic will be execution, and this is pretty much talking, like, this is pretty much, like, whether it's your business, whether it's getting fit, or whatever you're trying to do, like, this is, this, we'll be discussing um, ways to get out of your comfort zone, and just executing period um like making it happen okay thank you so much for sharing uh, i look forward to talking yeah. um with you about that tomorrow definitely and i hope to hear from you guys tomorrow as well too i mean it's going to be fun okay well everyone again that is going to be all for tonight and we really appreciate everyone who dialed in and we appreciate everyone who is listening from the computers. Um and don't forget to please listen and share this link with all your women that you know, all your guy friends as well. Um please follow us on IG and it's gonna be at Real Girlfriends the number seven and at our website, realgirlfriends.org. And like Kat said, we're gonna be discussing tomorrow about execution. Um, so make sure you tune in for that show tomorrow. And, again, this is Corinne. And until next time, you guys have a good night and be safe. You too. Thank you, C. Have God bless you. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye. 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 B